0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Unapologetic, the number one podcast for the people. Is yours truly, your host, Millie Mel, AKA Mr. Unapologetic. I have a very special guest on my show today, ladies and gentlemen. I've been trying to get this brother on this show for quite some time, but God willing, uh, we finally got him. Uh, the young king, Taye Te- Uru, is in the building, ladies and gentlemen, and please welcome him to the Unapologetic family. Uh, how you doing, brother? Man, thank you for tapping in with us one time, man. Oh yeah, I want to thank you, King. I truly
1: appreciate you. It's an honor to, you know, just even be on the show and chop it up with you. Thank you,
0: man. So, if let me get a people a little background. So let me speak to speak to the people real quick because this brother, is he has done so much, man. <laughs> so <laughs> much, man, at a very young age, man. He has so much to go with everything that he has going on right now. And I'm talking about, he's a historian, he's an activist, he's an author, he's a scholar, he's a businessman, he's an entrepreneur, I can keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it is, and and the list never, you know, it doesn't speak for itself, so we're going to get him you know, answering us some questions so we get to know the brother and actually understand what he does and how he helps the people, our people around the globe. And uh, brother, one of the questions I have first, and thank you for coming on once again. But oh, no doubt. Uh, uh, how do you? What made you get into wanting to do all this? you know, you're an artist, man, you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're a travel, you know, like, what made you say, you know what, I'm going to do everything I possibly can right now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for
1: sure. Yeah, you got to get it now, man, the way society set up, you got to wait till you're 65 <laughs> to enjoy <laughs> your life. And we ain't even making it to 65. So I'm like, nah, I'm going to get mine now and see how it work out later. But a lot of it started when I was young, man. Uh, my family yeah. had a history of Black nationalism. My great-grandfather, he uh, migrated to Cleveland. He was from Atlanta. He was from the A. And they came up with my great-grandmother in the 1920s. So that was during the Great Migration. And that was the time uh, Marcus Garvey was on the scene. So they joined the mm. UN, you know what I'm saying? So I never made my I never met my great grandparents, but my grandmother told me about them because she was a, a kid. So she went to some of the meetings, she went to some of the parades. So she would tell me about the raising of the red, black, and green flag. So those things that I learned about when I was young, you know, she told me like, yeah, my dad said we was Africans and we should go back to Africa. You know, just different little things. She ain't yeah, she wasn't necessarily a follower of them, but she did share that that type of stuff with me. And then her her son, yeah. which is my uncle. My mom's brother, he started his own uh, black nationalist organization in Cleveland in the 1960s, and wow. you know, my mom would share that stuff with me. You know, he he did a lot of things mm-hmm. in the city. You know what I'm saying, giving back. And then my mom, you know, she gave me my first Black History book. She was a bus driver for Greyhound, so she would take us on different. Oh, okay. So I get to the travel and
0: travel thing. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, okay. So it all awesome.
1: started young. You know what I'm saying? Right,
0: right, right. That's. So, so it's pretty much, you're telling me like it was, it's in your blood there. It's like you yeah, yeah. becoming all this was destined almost per se. So how did you focus on one thing at a time? Like what was the first thing that you hopped onto and, and just ran with it and it became, you know, a part of your, your legacy?
1: Man, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I've always been doing, you know, multitasking and doing multiple things. I, I mean, the music started for me at a young age, you know what I'm saying? I had older brothers, you know, my dad, and then I had cousins, you know, they came to live with it. So it was always a house full of men and they played records. And, you know, so I got a chance to hear like Rock Kim and KRS One and Boogie Down Productions and Slick Rick and, <laughs> Public Enemy, all that stuff when I was a kid, you know, because a lot of my friends, they, parents didn't, didn't either listen to it or they weren't allowed to listen to it.
0: So I listened to
1: Scarface and the Ghetto Boys and Ice Cube, (laughs) I fell in love with music, you know, at a young age, you know, just digging through the albums and different things like that. Then, um, I started kind of writing raps once bone thugs and harmony came out because it was like the first big group from our city so it made it more like oh okay you know because it was you know how each rapper say different little words in neighborhoods yeah, you kind of like i wonder and what's that like but when, yeah, they started naming stuff around our way then it was like oh yeah you know it, so i big shout out to bone thugs but right. then i just kept going with it you know writing raps mm-hmm. in middle school high school we started recording on the tapes you know, like karaoke style, passing out tapes. (laughs) My tapes, yeah. And then, once I got grown, like, yeah, yeah, so I, I started, uh, recording i built my own little studio i had to do i had to learn how to make beats learn how to record musical engineer i had to buy the cds the cases the covers i had to buy the cd burners i had to book the wow, shows man. i had to get the car i had to get the hotel so i was doing just a lot of stuff on my own and then i bring my homeboys with me and we'll set up in detroit we <laughs> go to you know, hey, Indiana or... You a, you or, a good you know. brother.
0: They have to book something for me, man. We we got to work together, I
1: <laughs> Right, right. No, it wasn't like that, man, because I had the money and they didn't. I was just blessed. You know, and right, I worked right. for my money. You know, ain't nobody give it to me. So I oh, had yeah. to work for it, get the money, no. and then I'll get it back later.
0: Wow, man. So so music, I, I would you would say, is, uh, is, 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 is a love. Yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah. Cause, cause no, I mean, yeah, because because I I went and and I seen your the the uh the what's what's the last song? Um, because it threw me off, man. Because you're you're such a lyricist, like you tell oh, a thanks. story. That's a compliment. Thank you. You know, <laughs> you tell you told you told a story. Uh, when you was describing, you know, the pain that you know that we go through. And you compared it yeah. from back then to now, how it, man, it was it was smooth. I was like, wow, you know, <laughs> yeah, I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> I I you're talking to about, uh, the do revolutionaries go to heaven? Is that what yeah, that you're talking yeah.
0: about? Yeah, okay, that's, that, that's my track right there, but I like that. I that's appreciate cool. that. It was smooth, man. Uh, but okay, now going to your scholar, uh, part of your resume, should I say? Uh, mm. What 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 did you do? Like what was your first choice uh as far as uh uh how can I put it? Profession in college. Uh because you have some big degrees, man. Like <laughs> well, no,
1: I don't got no degrees. I'm just I'm just experienced, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been to a hundred countries. I ain't got no degree, but Technically, I I got a Ph.D. in this shit. I took college courses, so I'll break it down for you. So say like I tell people I'm a historian. So that's like a broad term. That's like somebody saying they a doctor. They could be a foot doctor. They could be a brain brain surgeon. They could be the one that look at the baby. They could do prenatal care. They could be a a bone doctor. You know, they could study cancer or they could study AIDS. You know, it's so many things that that person can get into. So. You know, when I was young, I would read about black history casually and I learned about it. So I always admired African people and African history. But when it got to the point where I was doing real concrete research, I started with my own family's history. So I did a lot of genealogy. So genealogy is like the study of basically your family lineage. You know, my great grandparents, my great, great, great grandparents. So I retraced my roots going into the 1900s, the 1800s, the 1700s. So now people pay me to do that for them. So I I collect a lot of things like slave schedules, uh, census records, birth certificates, death certificates,
0: marriage licenses, you know. Self-taught professor
1: bro. <laughs> yeah 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 i had to learn that one on my own but you know yeah, I, I took some college classes too though for sure i got a chance to i'm into history globally but you know i got right. a chance to study abroad i lived in brazil i went to school out there i studied the portuguese language brazilian history brazilian culture i lived in dominican republic i went to school out there for Ooh. a little bit Studied, you know, Spanish that. language, yeah, Latino <laughs> culture, <laughs> Dominican, Caribbean culture, and different right. things like that. And then I, I, I took it a step further. Then I started doing my research for the book that I wrote, the Afro set. So the Afro set—that's my uncle's organization. So Afro, that's short for African. People think of the hairstyle, but they, they was into African culture. So right. this group was at the forefront of reintroducing. Uh, black people in Cleveland to African history, African language. They taught them Swahili, African drumming, African music, African fashion, African dance, you know, different things like that spirituality. You know, they had classes. They would teach them drug awareness. They would teach them economics. They would teach them health and wellness, you know, diabetes and sickle cell and stuff like that. They had self-defense. They went to the farm. They did target practice with the rifles. Uh, They practiced with the machetes. They did military drills. Um, they did a lot of social stuff, too. You know, they had like a free right. breakfast, free lunch. Um, they would have a, they, they built a theater and they would do like uh, poetry readings, fashion shows, musical performances. They would show the kids movies and stuff. You know, they just was into a lot of different things. They, they did a lot of community policing. So when pimps came into the neighborhood prostitutes, they would run yeah. them out. They would run up in dope houses. They would take the dope, you know, run the drug dealers out the neighborhood. Uh, wow. You know, people oh, snatching man. purses and stuff like that. They'd catch them. You know, kids uh, was missing or ran away. They'd go look for them. Yeah. And even even the police, when the police came into the neighborhood harassing black people, they would confront them. So it's a very exciting book. It's a lot of it's a lot of information about groups of people that actually fought back physically. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and not just in the. I write this, you know, not no offense to any other our past predecessors that did that, but because that's a mm-hmm. big part of it. But now in our society, I feel like our actions will speak louder than our words. Yeah, you know? definitely. And you know, you you pretty much said what I feel. I said what I was feeling because we see that every day. As as and as you have seen the world, man, it's like uh, what what did you take from all those places that you went to? And uh I, what were the similarities and what were they different at?
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's a lot of similarities and it's a lot of differences. So, like, one thing I could tell you, like, say, you go into Latin America, you go into Brazil. There's more black people down there than it is in America. They had more slaves taken from Africa than any mm-hmm. other part of the Western Hemisphere. So when you go into Brazil... Um, a lot more people um, address their African ancestry. They'll say this dance comes from Africa, this music comes from Africa, this martial art comes from Africa. You know what I'm saying? They're more connected to the African spirituality and things like that. So Brazil, it's a lot of racism as well, and segregation, but during right. their slavery, they had a lot more rebellions, a lot more successful rebellions because they outnumbered the whites. You know what I'm saying? So like when we was in the North, like, or we was in America, like we went we may run away or follow the underground railroad we had a couple rebellions but when they rebelled when they ran away they would build a whole community in the woods you know they called them quilombos. you know what i'm saying so you would have a whole community of runaway slaves armed and the whites would try to come back and get them and a lot of times they fought them off for decades you know what i'm saying and they would go back out into the you know, the whites area, they would rob them, take their weapons, and, you know, they were was, they was wow. working with them, you know what I'm saying, but they don't teach you that type of stuff. Yeah, because, man. You know, yeah, yeah, they took this, it's this uh martial artist called Capoeira, it comes from Africa, yeah. so basically, um a lot of people, you may know, but a lot of people don't know, like, so basically during slavery, when the masters would come around, the white people would come around, they would play music, and they would dance, and then, you know, when the masters would walk away or leave, they would use these dance moves as you know, fighting mechanisms and defense mechanisms, how to strike, how to block, how to dodge. So, you know, when it was time, you know, the master come up, you know, it's time to get away. You know, you think you dance and then next thing, you know, they use it to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Break them off. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. Before right. So they peel right. out. That's wow. Yeah. See, I didn't know all that part. I didn't know all of that. Yeah. 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 You got more uh, than that. That's just a little pinch. Yeah, man. It's, uh, your, it's like, your, your, your hunger for knowing yourself drove you into, took you to a place that not many, you know, have seen, uh, in my opinion. And I mean, by, uh, for example, all the things that you have done and did, uh, and are doing. <laughs> how? <laughs> there's no way you could pick a favorite, right? But yes, that's a tough one. Yeah, but what 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 is at least one of your highlights in you know writing, you know, a book, traveling, or you know, give us one highlight that you will always remember. Man, I could name a few, but
1: I say, um, when I was living in the Dominican Republic, I was going to school out there in the mornings, you know what I'm saying? So, in the afternoons, I would volunteer at this orphanage, and we got a chance to work with a lot of children. So, out there, they orphanages is like independently ran, they're not ran by the government. So, in the Dominican Republic, you would see like homeless kids, like you don't see that in America, like kids sleeping outside at right. five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. So people would drop their kids off at the orphanage and never come back. So I did a lot of tutoring and mentoring. I would bring my laptop up there. They never touched the computer before. I would let them play games on the computer. You know, we would do little arts and crafts. We would help clean out the orphanage, paint it, fix it up, you know, donate clothes, donate money, you know, donate food, you know, just different things to try to, you know, keep it rolling. You know what I'm saying? That that was one of the most, uh, you know, greatest experiences for me but as far as like actual places you know definitely africa the, the continent you know what i'm saying africa it, it got more countries than any other continent in the world it's the most <laughs> right. diverse continent you know as far as genetics dna animals humans landscapes you know everything africa got all the minerals diamonds gold oil africa got
0: everything you can dream That as a one stop shop man it's a beautiful country yeah. I, I i wish i that's one of my dream places to go. You know. Uh, oh, yeah, you go, bro.
1: I take groups out there, man. Let me know if you want to go. We take middle oh, school man. students, That's... high school students, college oh, students. I yeah.
0: took adults. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, but you're going to see on Apollo all to in the motherland. I love it, man. But. Uh as far as see, he got me all throwing off people. He said I can go now. It's all good. Yeah. We man, look, we go we go all year round.
1: You could do a payment plan. You go any time of the year. If you want to go next year, the year after, you could plan it. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't it's not expensive or nothing like that. It includes the flight, the hotel, the breakfast, the dinner, um, flight insurance, Mm -hmm. travel insurance, all the activities. So say, like if we go to Egypt. We go to the Valley of the Kings, Valley of the Queens, Hatshepsut's Temple, Temple of Luxor, Temple of Karnak, uh, the Red wow. Pyramid, the Bent Pyramid, the Step Pyramid, the uh, Pyramids of Giza. We go to the Sphinx. We go to the Cairo Museum. We ride the camels. We ride okay. the uh, boat down and out. All of those activities is included, so you don't even have to pay no more money. I mean, you bring more money for, like, you know, gift shopping and things like that, you know, but it's, it's real flexible, you know, so.
0: yeah okay man now is there a way that you know you can get a people like a, a website to to you know book this trip or anything yeah definitely i got a
1: website it's a uh, campcleveland.org camp cleveland c-a-m-p cleveland dot O-R-G. I okay. got music on i got my music on there i got my books on there i got my uh my tours to africa tours to brazil Um, I got educational online courses. If anybody need help researching their family's
0: history, you know, I got all of that information on there. Okay. Okay. Make sure y'all go do that, man. Camp Cleveland, C-A-M-P, Cleveland, the state. And I'm on on social media too.
1: I'm on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Camp Cleveland.
0: Okay. Now that's good to know, man. Thank you for letting the people know. But I also got to ask, brother, uh, what are you working on right now, man? That's big. Is it another music project? Is it what, what? What you got going on, man? Yeah, man, I'm I'm working on
1: a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying?
0: See, yeah. I tried to oh, no,
1: It's all good. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty much the same stuff, though. I'm working on some tours right now. I got a tour coming up. We're going to Cape Verde in September. I got a group. And then we're going okay. to Ghana. We're going to Ghana in December. Um, I'm working on writing music. I write music all the time. I think I'm gonna release an album soon, you know what I'm saying? Um, also my book, I'm I'm working on uh doing like a children's version of the Afro set book, you know, something for the elementary, middle school kids. They can, you know, kind of tap into it.
0: Right, right. Now now, with your book, is there, uh, is there any other platforms uh, we'd be able to get it off of? Like, uh,
1: No, nah, you got to get it from me, man. It's all independent. You know what I'm saying? It's all independent? Okay. okay. It is. Like, okay,
0: okay. so <laughs> okay, GoCampCleeman.com is, is the place to go. Dot That's <laughs> what's up, man. I like I like your organization, man. I like your platform. It's, it's Thank you. Thank you. you I appreciate you, you're, it. You're like you're showing people like how you're giving them a blueprint of how it's done, you know, in this particular way, you know, you, you, you do so much, man. And you have done so much. And, um, I thank you for <laughs> opening up your life to, to unapologetic, man. is it's, is real smooth. It's real cool, man. I wish I could travel as much as you have and did. I've been a couple of States here and now, you know, United States, but not not too many has been to 60 countries. You feel me? So you have done so much. Thanks, King. I appreciate you. I truly appreciate you.
1: You keep doing what you do, man. We'll connect. We'll we'll put something together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Now, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for coming on to the show once again. You know what you know that we always unapologetic over here. You know, we keep it real. We want our people. To feel comfortable. We have kings and queens every day on here, man. And we're going to continue to push this platform for everybody, like, like true kings should, man. Leave a legacy for, for the people, not just for yourself. And I want to thank the brother. Uh we're gonna give you a nickname, bro. I'm a but I'll be butchering your name, bro. No, no, it's all good because it's
1: what it is. It's 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 Taye, but it, it looked like Tay, or, you know, yes, you know that's you. the way I spell it the way that, you know, I spell it the way that they spell it in Ethiopia, because it's an African name. Smooth, so I could have spelled it, you know, the way it sounds, <laughs> but I wanted to keep it, you know, kingly, you know what I'm saying?
0: I, I hear you. I hear you. And I love that, man. man. But everybody, make sure y'all go to Ty A's, uh, uh uh campcleveland.org and... Please hit them up, man. Get these trips booked. Get that book afro set. I'm going to get me a cop. I'm already on the computer right now doing it. So uh, it's nothing that I can't do right. Too, like you said, I'm multitask. I'm trying to learn like my king mm-hmm. right here. But remember to like, share, and subscribe on the channel. And please leave y'all comments, man. I love it when y'all leave comments. You know, show some love, and I'll show love back. And always remember, man like, share, subscribe, and stay unapologetic like we always do. Thank you, brother. Peace.